Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to That's Not Normal, It's Paranormal. I'm Big T here at the Lair, and like always, here with my buddy Dante. How are you doing tonight? What's up? I'm feeling pretty good. Same, man, same. Uh, well, we just want to welcome everybody back for a fun-filled episode. and uh, Something I don't have much experience with, but the topic of tonight is some good old-fashioned sleep paralysis which is a horrible topic to listen to right before you go to bed so that's why we're going to release this one late at night <laughs> yeah man get the brain juices going and set you up for not being able to move is it a demon is it your brain is it some scary man with a hat in the corner i've heard all the stories man but never experienced it myself it is quite terrifying and i have experienced it and I will tell you guys that story here a little later on. So, Troy, what is sleep paralysis? Do you know? I don't know all the technical terms or what it's defined as in like a medical sense. But I know it's in a way of, uh, from what I understand, being like half asleep, half awake, uh, where your brain's functioning, where you can like kind of see around, but you can't move. Uh I know it's believed to be just kind of like a natural phenomenon, but there's also a lot of stories that have to do with paranormal phenomenon. Uh, people seeing like shadow figures or dark entities, sometimes people seeing like the same sort of entity from my understanding. Uh, seems like some pretty scary shit though. Not being able to move, it's kind of seeing, not being able to talk, not being able to scream and then seeing things on top of that. And it's, there's a lot of medical – I tried to go into the scientific reason because there is a lot of documentaries out there about this. And a lot of medical people, they'll, they'll, they're trying to say it's normal to have sleep paralysis, but – and everything you see is inside your mind, supposedly. But – if you want the technical term, sleep paralysis is when there's there's like um, I'm not a medical doctor, but there's six to like eight different stages your body goes through for sleep. And I might be wrong. It might be four to six. I can't remember if it's four to six or six to eight. But during the rapid eye movement, the brain, that is where you have dreams. That's where your dreams come from the brain will prevent your muscles and your limbs from moving to protect yourself from acting out your dreams and hurting yourself. And that's how it happens is you're like, you wake up while you're still in this stage and you're awake, but your body is still in that stage. Yeah, so, that makes sense. And it's, it's supposed to protect you. And yet it terrifies the fuck out of you. 
<laughs> I mean, I can understand the protective part of it because, you know, a lot of people do a lot of moving. Some people are doing crazy things in their dreams. I mean, and me, like most people, have had some weird, weird experiences and dreams where you're running and you're flying or in a vehicle or doing some kind of activity. And I guess it's a good thing that your body stays, you know, not getting out of bed, pretending like you're playing pretend while you're asleep in the physical realm. Yeah, because I'd hate to wake up and like suplex Sarah in her sleep. Like <laughs> you're just macho man in it. Oh yeah. Kind of dresser, getting ready to drop the elbow. She wakes up and I'm just my fingers <laughs> pointed straight up in the sky, dropping the elbow. <laughs> I gotta win an intercontinental title, man. Um but that they so when you look up the medical terms, <laughs> there's a lot of research that's not finished. Like they don't know why exactly it happens. It's like a Viagra commercial. The reason they tell you to the, the things they tell you to do to prevent it is fucking ridiculous to me. Like it's like common sense stuff just to have decent sleep. So it'll be like uh eat eat good, eat healthy, okay? Sleep at a normal pattern. Uh what was the one? I didn't we got time for that. No, like it was all stuff that you should probably be doing already and I have no idea how like it would affect sleep paralysis. Um, but the it can last, and this is, they don't really know for sure, but it can last from a few seconds to 20 minutes to the average is like six or seven. And they just end. And I will tell you guys a trick about that later I'll t- when I tell my story. But so before you tell your story though, on average, how long have your experiences lasted? You don't have to go in great detail. It's just it's a general question. I tell you what, I mine happened a while back. Like it's probably been I don't know, say probably 10 years ago. Mine probably happened 10 years ago. And it felt like forever, but I don't know how long it actually lasted because back in that day, I didn't have like I had like no clocks in my room and only my flip phone. So like, <laughs> it wasn't like I could see what time it was, you know, I never set yeah, the timer. Bad, man. I never set my timer on my VCR. That didn't happen. So <laughs> it probably just flickered six, six, six the whole time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it might have been 3am man. <laughs> it probably was 3am is the witching hour. Wait till you guys fucking fall asleep tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> now this this intrigued me i didn't know this but there is they did a study like i said they done these studies but they didn't really finish them so it's they're kind of pointless but there's three different categories of hallucinations you can have during sleep paralysis and two of them ties into demons and monsters and aliens and all that good shit the number one uh, hallucination that people have is intruder the perception of a dangerous person or presence in the room number two is chest pressure hallucinations the feeling of something upon your chest suffocating you which we'll get into that and then the last one is very interesting uh 
vestibular motor hallucinations. Now, Troy, this one, this one is exciting because that one is practically an out-of-body experience. Oh, is that like looking down at yourself or? Uh, yeah. Or yeah. what is the uh, what is the other term, which would probably be a conversation for the other day? Was it like astral projection? Exactly. Like you can leave your physical form and travel, uh, not physically, but just kind of traveling around. Yep, that dead on, dead on. That's and that intrigued me because I've never thought of it like that. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I before I started doing research on this, I didn't know that was one of the hallucinations but to me that's not a hallucination you know people actually can do that supposedly you know and you could be skeptic about it yeah for sure and i felt like that'll be a topic for another day as well but that's always an interesting thing my question is is if they've ever really figured out why it happens like is it just like a trigger of your imagination uh because we all have an imagination, whether you're a kid, whether you're a person, you know, you daydream, you think about things. Obviously, you have dreams and stuff at nighttime. But like, is it a process or something like that to why you supposedly make an intruder? Or is it something where you're actually underneath attack and they're trying to scientifically approve it, which, you know, science is weird and stuff like that. But it doesn't seem like it's a definite study. Because you said none of the studies have really been finished from your research uh but it's it's an interesting thing man it's and so as far as i can tell it really depends on the person like if you have high anxiety which makes sense if you think about it it seems like then people get more of the chest pressure um what was it? Well, as a person, uh, as a person who suffers from you know anxiety disorder myself, it's like I understand the chest thing because it can happen with a panic or anxiety attack. You know, normally while you're awake, you can have a pressure feeling like in your chain or, or chest pains in general. Uh, like one of the symptoms when I feel a panic or anxiety attack coming on, I'll feel like a tightness in my chest. Uh, so I mean that makes sense. And. I think the now it really depends on what you see or whatever, but the intruder one to me, I feel like is probably the most common one I've seen um, or heard read stories about and stuff. And the intruder one's the one I kind of had, but I feel like it's more because you feel helpless depending on whether or not you believe something's there you feel helpless, so the shadows plays tricks on you. So, which, I mean, it could, or it could really be monsters there and everything like that. And a lot of stories, a lot of people, a guy, so if you've seen our post of the painting, that is one of the stories, um, people had sleep paralysis, that was made in 1781. And uh, they had it even back then. And it was even in Egypt times. And in Egypt, it was, they would have sleep paralysis because, and they would call the creature a djinn. 
which that's another topic for itself. And then um, in other places, they call it the old hag. An old hag would sit on your chest and they would describe her like a witch. And it's just they a lot of people think that, you know, alien abductions, um, any ghost stories, demonic presence. They think a lot of people think that came from sleep paralysis. I mean, it makes sense. I've definitely heard of the old hag and uh, I mean, the gin thing would make sense because obviously that's normally more of like a uh, Middle Eastern type of entity. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it definitely makes sense. I've heard of the old hag thing, especially. There's a lot of stories that even don't have to do with sleep paralysis. A lot of people have uh, nightmares that involve like an older woman that's described as like a witch, like hag. And um, another intriguing thing is uh, they would, I don't remember the exact time frame but it was like 1800s and stuff. You know, they talked more about succubuses and succubas, the male version, which I found that out today. I didn't know that. And uh, yeah. And uh, they are the ones that people would think they would sit on their chest, like suffocating them and try to have their way with them. So you, you know, there was some sleep paralysis rape trying to happen back in the day. Yeah, I mean, there's still beliefs and stuff. A lot of people believe that those are uh, entities that exist, succubus and incubi. Uh, there's a lot of folklore and stuff that has to do with it as well. Now, now, Troy, now I'm going to get into the scary shit. All right, now. Hopefully you're listening to this at like 12.05 in the morning, you know, build up a little atmosphere. And uh, there's so many different layers of sleep paralysis that we could go so i figured let's go into the evil section of course you hear about shadow people and we could go more into the succubuses and all that stuff but let's get straight to the point hat man and hat man is a terrifying motherfucker I've heard of that one a lot, which makes it more interesting, the fact that a lot of people have seen the same entity during a uh, time of experiencing sleep paralysis. And he and he is a special one because many people consider him a demonic entity and that he will come and he acts like a ghost, but like he always leaves through doorways. No, I mean, I won't say always. Majority of the time, like, he will just simply, like, fade into a doorway. Because most of the shadow shadow people disappear, you know, in the shadows of the room, shadows of this or that. Almost like you see them and they're gone. The hat man, you will see him leave. A lot of times I've heard stories, too, where people will be having one of these episodes where they can't move and they're looking around and they'll actually see him standing in the doorway or that as well. Yeah. He likes doorways. He's a doorway man, which I'm glad in my bedroom, I'm not towards the doorway. So, uh, it's going to hurt you tonight, sir. Probably. This is interesting thing too, is I read that I don't know how true it is, but I read 
that, and I've heard this before, the more you talk about this subject, sleep paralysis, hat man, the more likely it's like Freddy Krueger and which is a fun fact. Freddy Krueger is based on the hat man. And the more you talk about him, the more likely of a chance he will show up. I mean, very possible. One of those, uh, like Beetlejuice, you say it too many times, man. <laughs> yeah. And you could just be listening to, um, I saw a story where a woman was listening to uh paranormal podcast. I don't know what, what it was or anything. She didn't, it didn't say in the story. And she never thought about the hat man before. And this is the first time she ever heard about it. And then that night she had a hat man encounter, which it could have been her imagination because I mean, it is a scary topic, but that what's the chances the one day, the first day she learns about it. And that night she sees them. Yeah. So for all of you out there, listen to this podcast. If you have experience with a shadow person wearing a hat tonight, you make sure you hit us so you can, Comment, like, and subscribe, you know, all that fun <laughs> jazz. Uh, and let your boys know if you experience any sleep paralysis and a visit from the hat man. And we didn't, I mean, we haven't really got to like, it's he, so he looks like, I'm, this is going to sound bad. He looks like the Undertaker. Supposedly, he looks like the Undertaker. He's like a real tall dude, wears, you know, a fedora or, like i won't say cowboy hat but it could be like a cowboy hat it was more like gangster fedora yeah like top hat yeah and he just like it's not that he really does anything to you now there i've seen i've watched a few i watched a few things on youtube about him because i wanted to know more but uh what i read for the most part he don't really do anything evil to you but he'll stand there and he'll just watch you and you know, he's there. Like it's, he, he just, he'll stand there and he'll watch you and you could feel that he wants to do you harm. And he has just this vibe about him where like, he's going to like eat your soul or something. And it'll just like create this fear in you. And supposedly where this is where they get, he's a demonic entity. He feeds off your fear. And that is the main purpose of his visit is him feeding off your fear. You're like a buffet to this man or woman. I don't know. And before you know it, you're going to rest in peace. <laughs> like he tombstones you. <laughs> and, and if you are, he, it's one of the things about him is he appears to anyone at any time. There's not really a pattern like with the shadow people. A lot of that is some of that like different sleep paralysis times. Like when they was doing the studies, like uh, say, um, I don't know, say you ate anchovies and you didn't sleep right because apparently you got to sleep. You got to eat healthy to not get sleep paralysis. And every Wednesday you eat anchovies and shadow men appear to you in your sleep. Well, there's no pattern for this. I mean, it's just, he just might just randomly show up and it says that like he, if there's, if you are struggling in your life and there's a lot of distress or anger, 
that's when he appears supposedly is because he could feel like that energy and so then he'll come and like feed off you make you fear and then eat it all yeah, it fills your emotion yeah so why don't you go ahead and fill us in on your personal story here with sleep paralysis i will but hold on one second i got a shocker like if i had a button for an alarm be like do so i'm excited about this troy because i've never heard this story ever and uh well it's not really a story but it's a theory okay and uh so there's this uh youtuber she's a psychic okay her name's Gigi, like g-i-g-i i don't remember where her last name is but i'll give her a shout out she talks about her experience of interacting with the, sh- the hat man and so sh- she had a hypnosis session right and the hat man kept visiting her and through her hypnosis session she saw where he was coming from by following him back and doing like you said astral projection a remote a remote viewing of him she found out he was from an earlier time in an apartment or hotel room that looked like it was the 1950s or 60s and she remembered the place had a sense of sadness and loneliness because she was a psychic and she on a coffee table saw a manila folder that said watchers she suspected that that particular shadow hat man was someone who was involved in a government program where psychics were being trained to do remote viewing men in black exactly and i found that i found that interesting because that's the first time i've ever heard that theory ever all comes back to the men in black and I just, I just thought that was really cool. Like, not like it was too cool not to share because we talk about him being a demon, and we talk about him being, you know, like there's theories where he's like a leader of shadow people and all kinds of stuff like that. And then this one is he's a time traveler from the '60s for a government program. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, man. We're just getting more and more into the men in black. We'll have to watch <laughs> out next month, man. We'll be down there, possibly on a nice little trip. We might not come back. <laughs> you you uh will be disappeared from doing a podcast for another five weeks. You know what happened. <laughs> well, I mean, that's about our normal now. And next week. Yeah, yeah, folks. We are trying to be a little more on schedule, so uh Look out for more episodes frequently. We're we're trying. We're working on it. But anyways, I will go into my story now, Troy. So it was back in 1962. No, wait, that's the wrong story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I uh it was probably 2010, 2011, probably somewhere around there. And at that time. I just really got into paranormal stuff. Like I won't say I got into it heavily, but I found art bell and I listened to him nonstop. And uh, so every night I listen to art bell and it actually kind of helped me out and not freaked me out. And this leads to my trick. I'll tell you guys here at the end. Um, 
So I, uh, I won't say like I was in the best spot in my life. Like I was a little, like a little depressed, probably a little bit and just random, you know, random life stuff. And, uh, one night I'm there and I'm slit, I'm laying on my back and I normally don't lay on my back. I sleep on my stomach or my side in my room. I lived at home with my parents and it's a small room there. They're, I mean, my dad built it. It's not haunted. It's not, you know, there's nothing freaky about this house. Like it's, it's hand built. It's, it's not built on a native American burial ground. It's just, you know, and, uh, I'm there and all of a sudden I wake up and I can't move. And I kind of knew what was at first I was freaked out. Don't get me wrong. I was kind of freaked out. And like I said, my room was kind of small. Well, about that time there was like a shadow guy. My closet was directly across from where my bed was. And there was like a shadow guy like came out of there and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, <laughs> like I shouldn't have listened to Art Bell. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I didn't shit myself because I couldn't move, but I was like, this, this fucking sucks. And, well, I know you uh, didn't have your brown pants on, so. Yeah, no, I, I was, uh, I was terrified. And uh, at first it was just, it kind of, it started moving towards me. And like I said, I could not move. And about that time, this is the only reason why I kind of, I wish I could remember more. Um, Cause it, like I said, it was, it was pretty terrifying. And I just, I cannot remember what exactly how this happened, but he kind of floated on top of me. Like, which makes me think it wasn't a shadow person. Like it could have been like, it might've been hat man. I don't know. Cause there's cases where hat man comes over top of you and like sits on your chest or whatever, suffocates you. But he kind of was over top of me and I don't remember exactly what he looked like because like I said, it was, I'm, I'm fuck, fucking freaked out and he's over top of me and I could just remember, here's my trick. Art Bell interviewed a guy that was talking about sleep paralysis demons and, but he was a, he was like really into where they're not a figment of your imagination. They're real demons and this and that, which they might be. I, I don't know. And, uh, so he taught through that radio broadcast, he taught me that if you ever get sleep paralysis, it's because, like I said, your brain's awake, but your body's not moving yet. So if you close your eyes and just like count to 10, I know it sounds simple, but if you close your eyes and just kind of like take a breath and like try to like, you know, hey, there's not a monster staring down at me from the ceiling right now. And when I opened my eyes back up, it was gone and I could move my fingers. Now I kind of freaked out. I didn't open my eyes till I could move my fingers, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was definitely a terrifying experience. I couldn't imagine. Supposedly some people have them about every other day. And I couldn't imagine that. Like mine was, mine was scary. My, that was the scariest thing I ever really had happened to me. And it sounds simple because like I said, I don't remember. I mean, I probably couldn't see its face, but it was like right on top of me, like just floating there. And I don't know what it is, but it, it was creepy, man. It was, it was terrifying. So if you find your ever find yourself in that position, just try to realize it's not, you know, say it's not real, close your eyes and just kind of calm down. 
Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like I couldn't imagine. Like I said, I've never, never had an experience like that. I've had other paranormal experiences, which we've talked about, uh, but not that. And and sometimes like, staying calm and trying to keep cool headed is the best way you can do. In a lot of situations. And I mean, it was. There's nothing you can do. So I mean, there's you, you just got to try not to freak out because. You know, um, what are you going to do? <laughs> Fight it with your mouth, like spit on it or something? Like, <laughs> I don't even know if you can spit. Like, I don't remember. I, I didn't even try to talk. I mean, that's that's the weird part is I never shut up. So <laughs> you figure out. I don't know a lot of things that here says that you can't talk or scream or anything. Normally, the only thing you can move is your eyes. Yeah, and I, and I mean, I knew, like I said, I know I can move my eyes, but and, and I couldn't move my body, so but I never even tried to talk, so I don't know if you know what I mean. Yeah, you would have just talked shit. I probably would have like or tried to be like, <laughs> or I might have been like, "Hey, baby, let me clap that booty." <laughs> Whether or not it let me do that would be a different story. He might not have had a booty. I don't know. Does Hat Man got a booty? That's my that's my question for everyone. <laughs> Someone that could draw out there, draw me a booty man, hat man. That'll be that'll be our next shirt. And hey man, if you have some stories of your own about uh, sleep paralysis, hat man, something of the sort, or anything really, any kind of experiences, always feel free, man. You can message us anytime. Uh, email us at nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Also, hit us up on all of our social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, everything's up. Uh, we're working on getting everything up on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to the podcast and comment also on Podbean. And what, what other social medias you got us up on now? Okay, so we have a strong following on Instagram somehow. So thank you for everyone for that. Um, we're up on, let's see, we're on Podbean, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, um, probably never Apple Music. Uh, we're on pretty much everything. Um, I, I am working on YouTube. Like, eventually, it'll be just a shitload of videos on YouTube one day. Um, like I said, Instagram, definitely thank you for all the follows on Instagram. We... Instagram grew like overnight and it's a bunch of um, it's actually real people, which surprised me. Huge shout hey, out. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, huge shout out to Captain Catfish for allowing us to use their uh, music for our podcast and a shout out for uh, Tim Dennis of darkness radio. If you've never listened to that podcast or radio show, give them a listen. They've been doing it for years. Really good. He gave me advice tonight and I appreciate it greatly. Oh, awesome, man. You know what? The, didn't know that, but yeah, that'll be the discussion that we'll definitely have. Uh, also, yeah, like, feel free to message us, comments, uh, make any kind of suggestions. Uh, we appreciate every kind of follow, every like. Uh, we'd love to hear more from everybody. Uh, if you have some stories, some stuff that we can touch base on on, on the podcast, uh, we're all for suggestions. Uh, we have discussed about possibly doing some other 
things to post on our YouTube, maybe Facebook Live. Uh, we're in the process, because we're slackers, of uh, planning a trip next month, <laughs> last minute. Not really last minute, but last minute planning, I think would be more like it. Uh, talking about uh, maybe going down to the Mothman Festival, September 16th and 17th in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, if you'd like to see some live videos, some chatting, uh, we might check out some places while we're out and about. Yeah, and we're going to try to do some like local places around here too. Like make like a video vlog. I think um, let us know if you'd be interested in that. I think it'd be cool to do like short 10, 15 minute vlogs of us at haunted locations, checking them out so you can see them and, you know, know what we're talking about if we do a show about it. And uh, I think it'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be interesting to see. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, the other thing is, is we are going to have a podcast here soon. I know we spoke about it before, but we've been in contact with a uh, person who actually goes out and Bigfoot hunts and tries to find some evidence of Bigfoot. Uh, if you have any questions, we will uh, are in the process of working on getting her to come on to the podcast, which she's more than welcome to, and she's happy to do so. So we're going to come up with some questions and stuff and have her on the podcast sometime. And I think that'll be really interesting getting to talk to somebody who's out and about uh, trying to find some uh, proof of some cryptids and be fun to hear about our experiences and see some of her uh, evidence that she's found. Yeah, I'm actually super excited about that episode. Actually, I'm really excited about it because I, you know, I love to pick her brain and, you know, learn some stuff that she knows. And and I think it'd be cool. Yeah, man. So, uh, like I said, we're going to work on getting a little bit of a better schedule here and thank everybody for their patience. Yeah, we'll, uh, we're definitely going to be more on schedule here soon. We're going to try to put them up weekly or biweekly and do it consistently. That's our game plan. And uh, I think my schedule is starting to settle down some. So what I'm doing now we should be able to figure some, you know, figure it out. I have like a consistent day of when we're letting stuff at, you know, releasing stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll get everything taken care of, but just remember y'all when you're out there tonight, trying to sleep after listening to this wonderful podcast and you wake up, you can't move and you see the undertaker in your doorway. Just remember it's possible. That's not normal. It's paranormal. I'm seeing shit that's burned my brain. Won't go away, and I'm pretty sure it stays. Cause it stays, and it's strange. Only feel good in the fall Cartoons, yeah, they help it subside Don't wanna think about when we die It's alright It's only at night Only feel good in the fall 
say it's not normal. It's paranormal. 